Relax. Hey there, welcome to the back another segment of this exciting show on the Ohio Network. Um, I was just thinking, uh, we also podcast on the Pittsburgh Steelers Network, so I have like a mouthful of the sage time. Man. I feel like I'm chanting like some weird, uh, hopefully it's not a devil's chant, but some big chant I have to say, and it's kind of strange. So it, it's nice here on the Ohio Network where I just say, hey, welcome, etc. And we're good. But the most awkward part of the show, which I'm thinking that probably our fans, they probably listen for the first minute just so they can hear this awkwardness. They check out. They're like, we don't care about the rest of it. (laughs) It's the best part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. After that, gross. But yeah, Paul and Joe, how are you guys doing? I'm just going to. Doing fantastic. There you go. (laughs) Not doing as good as Brett Mason Rudolph III. I'll say that for sure. (laughs) He's living his best life. Don't be bringing yeah. him down. Yeah, yeah, nice cross promotion there because thank you. Here, here on the Ohioan, and if you like, check us out on BehindSoccer.com network. Uh, we do a Steelers podcast, and you're like, I don't care about the Steelers. Well, we try to have fun, and Paul Yanchek set the world record for most times mentioning Mason Ralph's name <laughs> in one podcast. So hey, you, the whole you, name, right? If you want to hear history, there you go. So. It should be fantastic. Well, we're going to get back to what really compels us. You, you might think that we're really big into talk about the Steelers. We like the Steelers, but not as much as food. Um, yeah, Paul and I, uh, Joe wasn't here last week. Uh, Paul and I did a story about a guy who dropped a um, crossbow. He stole a crossbow by putting it in his pants. We consider that our love letter. That's kind of like our our best of, our number one song that we play at the end of our concert. Maybe the first encore that we would play is weird stories about food because that's that's another one of our love letters, too. So many stories about fans. McDonald's. I'm, just yes. gonna, I'm not going to lie. This yes. Is yet another. Which is great. I looked at the story, and this was a must. I mean, I'm like, if we talk about one thing, this would be over even the Steelers. This is great. So here... Um, trying to figure out where this happened at. It doesn't say here in the story. Uh, Brett Mason Rudolph III gets however many oh, he wants. So Good <laughs> grief. Holy cow. Good All grief. Right. So this guy goes from McDonald's and he has a special order. And I've heard that this is smart to do when you go to a fast food place, ask for something a little bit different. That way, they don't give you a hamburger that's been sitting in the bin for like a half hour or so. You know what I mean? Ask for extra cheese or maybe hold the ketchup or mustard. That way, they're making a fresh sandwich. I hear it's kind of a smart move to make. Well, this guy goes for the order and says, I'd like extra pickles. Now, what's extra pickles? You might think if you normally get two, maybe you get four. Well, apparently, even this McDonald's worker had a great sense of humor or he was a big jerk. We can debate that in a minute. He put 25 on a hamburger. And I'm looking at the picture here from his story. It looks like a normal hamburger. It's not like a huge Big Mac or a double quarter pound or something. 25 pickles. What would that look like? I mean, that has to be a pretty big... It probably it's made that hamburger really the sick. amount of lettuce Subway puts on their sandwiches. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, let's start with Joe, I guess. Um, what, what's your reaction to that? I mean, do you like pickles? Or maybe oh. what's the th- thing you like the most? Would you be uh, offended if they put 25 on there? 
Yes. 25 okay. is that is absurd. Uh, I take the pickles off of everything that I get that has pickles on it. Okay. So I do not like pickles. Um, I understand what you're saying before about the trick to getting the fresh burger would be to ask for something special on it. Right. That can backfire. Really? Uh, and not okay. just in this way. That if everything's really busy and going, 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 it actually slows down the system. Mm. And okay. you, it ends up taking longer for you to get anything because now it has to be made special. And it actually ends up slowing, gumming up the whole works. So okay. if things are, if if there's a lot of volume and there's a lot of people or whatever, everything's fresh. There's no reason to pull that kind of nonsense or the thing where people ask them to drop a new thing of French fries so that they're fresh. Like if, if it's busy, everything's fresh and everything's turning over really, really fast. And it's not necessary to, to do that. It's more useful to do that kind of thing. If you end up there at three o'clock in the afternoon and there's a real chance that those burgers have been sitting there since 1230, hmm. you know, like that's the time to do that kind of thing. But when it's busy, it doesn't really help. It actually sometimes takes much longer to get things. Now, I am on, of the habit of ordering something like a, 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 a double quarter pounder with cheese from McDonald's, knowing that's going to have the onions and pickles that I don't want. So I get it. And the first thing I do is take one of the French fries and scrape all that crap right off. Okay. All right. So I just, I just accept that I have to do that. Okay. <laughs> because otherwise it's going to take forever for me to get that burger. I am the world's pickiest eater. I hate to taste the ketchup and mustard. I don't like other stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like a guy where, unless I go to a place where they serve it plain, I have to say, and I'm sure I annoy the heck out of most fast food places, because I'm like, all right, no mayo, no this, no that, and the other thing. But I just, I'm picky. It's just, I don't know. I, well, I'm that's not understandable, but I think there are other restaurants, McDonald's specifically, like their, their gig is the machine of getting everything going really quickly. Burger King, like, it really is have it your way. It really is. Like, those things are going to be made when you order them. They're not really going to stock too much. So, so it's less of a disruptive thing to the system at an other places. Chick-fil-A, I think, is the same way. Um, yeah. That if you just, if you just, those are, they're easier. It won't take nearly as long. Uh, comparatively to get a special order thing. I mean, it's going to sound like I frequent McDonald's, but anytime I've gone into a McDonald's, no matter what time, like there's, there's never just like a mound of cheeseburgers. They pull one off of it's like they, you see the person pull the burger out of the little beef bin and they pull beef the bin. buns out of the bun bin. And then they slap the, I mean, everything it's all just sitting in the bin and they just assemble it there. Um, mm -hmm. But the only, the only thing I, I I can't do pickles. Like even if I scrape them off, the, the whole thing is tainted by. Oh the, yeah, there's still pickle flavor. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, onions. Onions I can't do. Oh onions. Onions, onions permeate everything. Pickles I can handle. Um, onions no. And I, I, I so I'm with I'm them. with you. I'm not I'm not a I'm not an onion guy. Uh, I, but there are different times where I wonder if I would just get over that on like a McDonald's burger because. Uh, McDonald's burgers and White Castles. Mm. Because there is a level to which 
the onion is there to mask the flavor of the meat. <laughs> you know, there's a layer to which there's, that's why there's so much onions on there is because we're trying to make this taste better. <laughs> now I don't really care for onions, so that doesn't really help me. But I mean, uh, the the yeah. onions on the White Castle doesn't change the fact that the texture you, you're going to be in the bathroom the rest of the night. <laughs> I mean, that that little burger's got but, more grease than a Big Mac. No, true, but <laughs> I but take getting the White Castle and scraping all the onion off and eating it does not make it taste any better. No, no. Yeah. No. So I I still haven't done it, but I wonder about what if I just ate a White Castle the way that they prepare it, because obviously they know something about the way why they're preparing it that way. So you have plans <laughs> to return to a White Castle? Not, not anytime soon, because okay. I don't live anywhere near them. I would have to go to a crystal here. You don't have crystal up there. No. I never knew about it until I got into the South, but yes. There's a restaurant. I believe it to be white castle equivalent so what do you think in this case the worker was thinking when they put 25 pickles because oh, it's absolutely it's screw absolutely you. screw you okay there's there's no there's no way uh, especially if they just asked for I, I would like extra pickles like if they just asked for it like that i worked for burger king my first job and uh i had someone come in one time and ask for a chicken sandwich with extra, 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 extra mayo. Mm. So when they ask for it like that, now all bets are off. <laughs> I am now, the. it is now a challenge to give you a chicken sandwich that has too much mayo. I'm going to do, oh, yeah. I'm going to do everything I can do to make you say that was too much mayo. <laughs> Right. But if you just asked for extra pickles and you ended up with 25, nah, that guy is definitely saying screw you or screw my boss or whatever, <laughs> or wait till I, you see what I put on TikTok. <laughs> they're they're well, doing this to, to make a statement. Well, and I can't believe many people are doing this, but you always get grossed out by it. Somebody sneezing or peeing in your sandwich or, you know, you always hear the stories about people that, Mm -hmm. Yeah, do that to get mad at you. I mean, I, I, mean, don't, I, think, I don't think his manager's going to be happy. When I worked at a pizza place, I mean, like a medium pizza, yeah. there was a select number of pepperonis you were to put yeah. on it. I'm right. sure, like, you don't just go whipping out extra pickles like that. Well, and there's food costs. I don't know how much pickles cost, but, you know, obviously putting 25 pickles on a sandwich probably gets normally, what, one or two. But, if, That's but, for, but for all issue. the sandwiches that you and I, Chris, have ordered from McDonald's and thrown oh the gosh. pickles away right, or just right. told them not to put them on there, there's room for somebody to get 25, honestly. <laughs> well, and here's the other thing, too. Like, I've been known at Subway where if I'm really hungry, if you ask I, – I don't ask for extra toppings, but I get – I don't really ask to hold the toppings. You know, I'm like, yeah, put some of each on there. It kind of fills you up more. You know, if you have more toppings on than less. Right. But I don't know how, like, even if you love pickles, which I don't love pickles, I'll eat them, but I don't, like, crave them. Man, eating 25 pickles at one time just cannot be great. Well, at that, po at that point, it's like eating a whole pickle. I mean, right, right. I mean, and there are people, and there are people who do that. I think yeah, we true. underestimate the the 
pickle craze that's happening. I mean, just the drinking pickle juice. I think we're underestimating. Like, this person may have been like, I want this every time I go to McDonald's. Okay. So, so maybe the customer was like, man, I, hopefully I get 25. Like, yeah. the customer, I mean, the customer posts on Reddit as a pride. Like, hey, look at this. <laughs> you know, this I mean, is they were happy about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, that's the thing. And, and you have the option as the restaurant, if you are, I am asking for an extra topping on something to mm-hmm. upcharge it, yeah. if I'm asking for twice as many pickles, there is a certain amount and they hit the button again so they want extra pickles you know in theory they are charging you a certain extra amount for this thing that they're put you're adding to it so they have the opportunity to charge you for whatever they feel is valuable for however many pickles you want on there as long as they're ordering i want it with 25 pickles you know i can't so if this was a surprise this is extra pickles and instead of four it's 25 that's excessive. <laughs> I, I've worked at fast food restaurants, but one of my favorite stories, uh, a guy that did the podcast with us, he talked about working, I think it was at McDonald's, who worked the morning at breakfast, and he would talk about all the people who bring in their own eggs. Like they would say, make make my egg muffin or whatever it was with this egg. And they would give oh. like, no, and no. I thought that was hysterical. I mean, crazy, but, but yeah. very hysterical. No, yeah. I absolutely would not do that. No, you kind of wonder if they should. Too many things to go wrong there. <laughs> like, should you have to pay extra if you want extra ketchup or no ketchup or extra pickle or whatever? You at least have the opportunity. As long as you're ordering it right properly, you have the opportunity as the business to charge somebody for the extra whatever. So you're adding to the thing. Like I know I go to Whataburger a lot. I'm in the south again. You guys don't have them. I'm sorry for you. I pray for your souls and for your fast food choices. But you have the opportunity to put a lot of different things on there. But it's just a certain charge for whatever you want. Oh, I want I want the double, but I only want uh, but I want bacon on it, but not pickles, you know, or whatever it might be. So if something's supposed to come on that sandwich, well, you take it off and then you take that price off. But if you add bacon, then you put another cost on. See, back it's to an a la carte burger. Yeah, you said it. I was just going to bring it up. Um, back to the idea. I think I shared with both of you guys on previous shows. We need an a la carte restaurant, if it's Burger King, McDonald's, or whatever, where you get charged per item. And, you know, if you want 25 pickles, what's the cost of a pickle? You know, and hey, go for it. And that way you don't have that question because on Reddit, it's an interesting story. The link will be there. Uh, but people were asking, well, what is extra? You know, if you say, I want extra pickles. I think this very... is definitely extra. Right, right. <laughs> well, extra pickles to Joe might be two extra pickles. Me, it might be 25. Paul might be one. You know, who knows? You know, we've got to set rules for this thing. You know, we can't just be guessing here. Well, back to my situation. Like, I, how was I supposed to know exactly how much extra mayo is extra? Like, how, yeah. at a certain point. Psychically tune into them. Yeah, mm-hmm. like at some point, what what do you mean right. when you are asking for six extras? Right. Like, a, are, do you want like a bucket of mayo? Because <laughs> I could do that, but like, that's a lot of mayo. Right. 
Now, see if, if they I, say, I, you know, they were the long sandwiches, the chicken sandwiches at Burger yeah. King. This is back when they yeah. were still the long ones. So, like, you would make it and then you cut it in half. And I will say, when I cut that sandwich in half and I pulled it all the way through the sandwich, that knife, the long knives that they have at restaurants, was covered in mayo, <laughs> both sides. So, I, I think I've given them what they have asked for, but. Like, I How do you quantify something like it? mayo? I think that's easy to regulate. And if if they say extra six times, so you do one squeeze for the normal, oh. and then six additional squeeze runs. But this was when it was still in a vat, and you had mm. like a, a a spatula, you know. Okay, so so six, you know, so I, that was what spatulas. I tried to do. I, I tried to exactly what you're saying. Yep. You've asked for six extra, uh, yep. so I'm putting six scoops on, and it was. Seven nasty. The, the first it was, was like twice as thick as the chicken. They wanted six extra so seven. Right, scoops. right. They want the original one. Yep. Plus six extra. That's so gross. <laughs> There's a lot wrong with social media, but the thing I love about social media is now we can talk about strange things that happen at fast food places. I mean, this is great. I love mm-hmm. this. That's I love stories like this. My daughter's gotten to the point like she likes to ask for extra pickles now. I, I need to start to. I'm going to start paying attention. See how many pickles she gets. On That's her extra a, pickles. Yes, yeah. legit, legit thing to check. I'm going to start a pie chart of who gives what. Who's for giving extra the most? Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially yep. with, well, and you guys raise the point of food costs. I mean, that's a serious thing, and especially right now in our culture where there's shortages and there's um, what supply chain issues and everything mm-hmm. else like that. Yeah. Yeah, I would be ticked if I was a manager. I mean, you know, you got to control food costs, and if somebody's giving out 25 pickles at a time, oh, that's rough. This is what I'm saying. That guy is is Chipotle, because some Chipotles, like when I go to Chipotle, my burrito is steak and rice. That's it. Now, Uh some Chipotles, will they'll call it a three-pointer, and they'll charge you like half. That's fine. One just opened near me. And they will charge me the same for my mini burrito as my daughter's massive burrito. That's yeah. not right. That should be You're like... You're looking that. for a discount, or are you saying she should pay more? Something so that it's like... Because, you mean I can like heap eight pounds of guacamole on there and have it be the same price? Like, yes. Maybe that should be like the standard burrito is meat and rice, and then it's... 10 cents per topping or however you want to, or like those mm-hmm. yogurt places, just weigh it by the pound or there you go. Well, yeah, I got to think too. And again, trying to keep it's not serious, but you know, in the middle of the pandemic, people are having a hard time staffing these restaurants and everything. Fast food restaurants never had great service. They never followed the rules. And I think especially now, it's probably like, you know, Thunderdome back there. I mean, everyone's just doing whatever they want and going crazy. It's the Wild West, man. Everybody's yeah. just whipping pickles everywhere. So there are no standards. You, you said extra pickles. I'm giving you all the pickles. Yeah. There you so, go. So, Good, so, bad, and the ugly. So I bet you fast food people are listening to this going, why is this a big deal? At my fast food place, we give, you know, we'll put – Four times the meat and crunchy taco at Taco Bell or whatever. I mean, I, I bet you this is happening. If a lot I ever find a Taco Bell that puts a legitimate amount of meat in the tacos, <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
Oh my gosh. It is never a legitimate amount of meat. You, you want to talk get... about the extra lettuce that's on a, a Subway sandwich? Oh right. my gosh. It's like they take the Taco Bell takes the the the, the hard shell taco and whispers <laughs> near it and that's the amount of meat you get. I was say you get meat in your tacos? <laughs> <laughs> well, not really. Usually it's dripping down the outside. They, they... They do the ground it's, beef it's and then they cracked just, and it's all in one the, little one yeah. little piece of that ground beef and <laughs> yeah, one little nugget. <laughs> because literally now, there's like replacement players. Just think about the NFL when they had replacement players. Mm-hmm. They, they got guys pretty much off the street to play in the NFL. My wife and I went through our beats. We had our kids in the back. There was this girl and she took the order, but she was talking to her friend. It was loud as day. I hate this effing country. I'm moving to Mexico. I don't care about crime. FFF. I got my nine-year-old fifteen-year-old back there looking at each other weird, and I'm like, "What the heck's going on?" I mean, it's like, you know, yeah, I'm trying to joke around about Thunderdome, but, but <laughs> I mean, this is <coughs> there's Arby's, man. Players. They got the they got the yeah. meat sweats. <laughs> so no, maybe, it's uh, what well, they're, they're angry. Yeah, maybe we aren't getting extra pickles from Arby's people <laughs> with the meat sweats. Maybe since they got to replace some players, let's push the envelope with them. Let's sit there and say, "Hey, that pizza I just ordered. Could you put four times as much pepperoni?" They're probably like, "Yeah." They're just trying to stick it to the man. Yeah, they're sticking to the man. We can get by. I mean, you know, maybe they won't give us free food, but ask for extras. You know, they're going. Mm-hmm. I'd like a pizza, but can I have an extra pizza on top of it? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? There's an example. I mean, pizza places have, I mean, for years it's been, here's the price of a large cheese pizza. If you want pepperoni, pay this much. If you Mm -hmm. want double pepperoni, pay this much. You can order the pizza and you can get two toppings. And if you want more toppings than that, then we upcharge you. Yeah. Well, I would cover when I was And the order. answer is pepperoni and jalapenos. That is the answer. Oh. I used to cover cable awesome. TV. I used to cover cable TV a lot. And I would always ask, like you call a cable manager and say, why can't you have this channel separately or anything? And they're like, oh, no, we can't do that. It doesn't work that way. Because we're not going to. Because right. we're charging you for everything. <laughs> right. And now. And that is our business model. Yeah. And, and now the world's made up of, you know, you can buy stuff on their own. So. Except that now you're at a place where you have to have 15 different streaming services and you're paying way more than you ever did for cable to have less. Right. Uh, Jim Gaffney had a funny tweet about that, you know, kind of saying, I miss the days of cable. Like, we don't have to worry about all that other stuff going on. And we pay for the streaming services and they still give us commercials. Are you kidding me? I'm paying remember, how much a month, and I, and I have to get have commercials. This is absurd. I remember growing in Cleveland, like it was, uh, don't count PBS, but it was PBS three, five, and eight, and then yes. with channel yeah. forty three, it was like oh, forty three, another channel, dude, and then channel nineteen, whoa, that yeah. was big leagues, nineteen and forty three, those are yeah. big channels. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you think about it too, and, and yeah, it should have been on regular TV because it stunk. But remember when, like the Indians, they have like sixty to eighty games on Channel Forty Three. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you used to watch like a ton of Indians baseball. Yeah. Now, unless they're on a national game of the week or whatever, you know, you're not going to see it anymore on regular TV. 
Hey, I wanted to throw this out there before we close for tonight because we had a good interview last week. I wanted to get Joe's reaction to the interview, and I had a separate question for Paul about this. Um, Joe, we were mentioning last week we talked to two players from IUPUI. Um, they're a really what? Oh, you hear about this? Okay. No. What the heck is that? Uh, <laughs> Division one basketball team. They're in the Horizon okay. League, uh, sure. League of Cleveland State. So, what made it interesting was bad year this year to be polite. There were three and twenty six. Probably one that's of the bad. Worst... Three and twenty six. Yeah. Down. Worst 26. record, if yeah. not the worst record in the um, college basketball or whatever. Well, they just had guys that kept getting hurt. Like they played Ohio State in January. They were down to eight guys. They lost by 30. They kept on getting guys hurt. So it was funny because – That's how they, you get them hurt when you have to play only eight guys against right. Ohio State. Well, they had – last week they had their first tournament game of the Horizon League. They were down to five people. And we had two of the guys on the show last week. And we're like, hey, why didn't you get more guys to come? You know, it's like in the NBA if you – have players hurt. Sometimes you got to sign people just to have enough guys on the bench. And they're like, no, we wanted to go with what we had. So they ended up playing the first round game of the Horizon League tournament with only five guys. They all had to play 40 minutes. They actually played well. They almost, uh, they came within 11 points of the number one seed in the tournament and everything. So it was fun having them in. But in the conversation, Paul, I was thinking about this. I don't care about college basketball. And I kind of said this, which is probably mean to say in front of them. But part of the reason why is, okay, you get to the big dance. And I know you have Cinderella stories and everything. But then you have eight teams make it from the Big Ten and seven teams from the SEC and all this other stuff. I don't want to see the fifth-place team in the SEC play the seventh-place team in the Big Ten. Who cares? You know what I mean? Even if a, like a team like... Ohio State wins the title, which they're not that good this year. Who cares? <clears throat> I think that we should pick teams not just for the the March Madness tournament, but also for every tournament in pro and college sports based on who would make the most interesting stories. So IUPUI, give them a shot in the tournament because I care. we care a lot more about watching a team of five guys that would make so much more compelling TV than watching a random, boring Michigan State team. It's okay, but not that great. But then you, you want to see Gonzaga beat them like 150 to 2? <laughs> I would be interested in the game, but because I want to see five guys go out there and play. It would be kind of like pro wrestling, where it's not just based on your record. Yeah, you want to win a lot of games, but you want to have a compelling story to tell. It's like the, the LA Lakers in the NBA. They're not a good team this year. They legitimately could miss the playoffs. I don't care. I, I really don't like the NBA anymore, but I would watch the NBA playoffs if I could see LeBron in it. So you need to have LeBron I will straight up, some way. I will you know straight I mean? up guarantee you right now they are going to make the playoffs and they're going to end up going deep. It, it's, almost, it's almost annual now. Oh, they're they're not really good this year. Oh, I don't even know. And then they turn it on, and then they crush everyone. That is what LeBron James does. Yeah, but remember last year? Every year. Last year, they only made it to the first round. And and they legitimately sink. I mean, they won a game last Saturday. 
where LeBron Wait. had to score 56 from the win the game. I mean, they yeah. got LeBron and nothing else. I mean, it, it's crazy. Everyone else is hurt. Um, but but one thing is like I hear so much about Cleveland, the Bro- Cleveland won a uh, won it all that way. Well, and LeBron hear, James and nothing. I hear about all you the need. Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets may not make the playoffs. You know, Kevin Durant's in. Well, one of their best players only plays half the games. Right, right. <laughs> That's but, the thing. But what I'm saying is, I want he literally teams... doesn't play right. at home games. <laughs> I want the teams I'm interested in, the teams that could tell a compelling story to make it. Now, does the story have to be we suck a lot? <laughs> and so we're going to play against people who are really, really good. Is that the story we have to keep telling? The idea that IUPUI has a bad team isn't compelling enough. The idea that they have five players makes it compelling. It just might so be. What if, what if they had a full team, but everybody tied their right hand behind their back? If it made for a more compelling story, see. What if one team was blindfolded? What if seeing eye dogs guided the entire team <laughs> that would make sports interesting because what you're saying is so if you're like IUPUI you go into your going ah we're not gonna be that good this year so we, we have to have a shit can I we have can to have I, something can I give you a, a hint that they're not gonna be very good because their initials are IUPUI and they haven't come up with a better name for themselves oh, than that of course but good they grief. need something like they need to have a seven foot seven point guard or something, you know, right. something like that. Where you're like, "Holy cow, I want to watch that." That's kind of crazy. What if one like of them a, has webbed feet? Yeah, it's almost like a circus <laughs> sideshow. So when you're evaluating, this team goes, has a bearded lady, and right. this team. <laughs> now you, you still want to go undefeated because you might say, "Hey, they're boring." But they're undefeated, so we I want feel to see that them way. In the I felt that way all those years with, uh, well, when uh, there were the Yankees just dominated everybody, right. and when the Patriots dominated everybody, it's not any fun. I hate that. Well, you can Patriots make sure... versus kids versus the Chiefs. Ugh, what a boring Super Bowl. But and you also make the argument in the NFL. We like the Pittsburgh Steelers, not just look at from what's your traditional good team, but what teams travel well. I mean, the Steelers are a lot more popular team right now than the oh, everybody else, right? So, do you want to have the what's a new random team? I don't know the Jacksonville Jaguars. What's more compelling to have the Jacksonville Jaguars who don't have a great fan base, or have the Steelers with a humongous fan base? So you can make the argument that so now should... everybody who's got a humongous fan base automatically gets in because they have a humongous fan base, not because they're any good. <laughs> or if they're compelling. You know, is there an NFL team that's compelling? So you look at the Chiefs. Okay, yeah, I don't like the Chiefs. but I don't find them compelling. Okay. I don't but, like to watch them. It's boring right. to me. So maybe you need to have like a panel of nine judges. <laughs> you know what I mean? They each bring their own ideas. If of, only you know, we had in America a panel of nine judges. Yeah, Supreme Court. <laughs> Bring it in front of the Supreme Court. Just Finally, say, the Supreme Court's doing something useful right. that I can understand. <laughs> can you imagine that? Hey, Supreme Court, today we're going to evaluate who gets in the NFL playoffs. And they're judging it based on the record, but they're also judging on is there a compelling story? Like, if Tom Brady came back, do you put... Like, Why would you say that out loud? <laughs> well, if he came back, you put whatever ah, team is on in the playoffs because... To the mourner's bench with you. <laughs> right. Love him or hate him, he's a compelling story. You know what I mean? I, I so basically, him. you want to turn sports into American Idol, where 
It doesn't matter if you're that good, as long as you've got some big backstory. Win the competition. As long as there's a video package, hear about you again because you weren't that good to begin with. As long as there's a video package that makes us cry, then uh, they can. We'll we'll keep them around, even though clearly William Hung cannot sing. Yeah, I mean. There was but guy. let's keep him around because isn't it great how he's winning the singing competition, right. even though he probably shouldn't have even made it to the Hollywood round? <laughs> but clearly, when you make the playoffs, you have to win the game. So you're not going to just keep advancing IUP. When did that start? You have to? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers have proven over the past couple seasons. It should That's be not the true. most compelling story. <laughs> Right. Well, I guess I'm saying, yeah, because if you do that, then it, it totally goes out the weeds. What I'm saying is the compelling stories get chosen for the playoffs, but to advance or to win the title, you have to win the games there. But you can manipulate who you want in the playoffs. But you're probably you not going to win the games there right. if you're IUPUI. Right. But what I'm saying is a lot if more If you people... go to EUP in the first place. Okay. Who is Gonzaga going to play in the first round? Of the... Not EUP. Uh, probably what Sam Houston say or some... potentially a team worse than IUP, right? But because they have a compelling story, right? Well, okay, they play... their bus broke down on the way to the stadium, so they're not even going to be there. What a compelling story! All right, so they play, uh, you know, Sam Houston say or some random 16 seed that happens. They've Bob's got 12... refrigeration academy, right? right. They got 12 guys. You know, they're, what, 18 and 18? I mean, you know, boring, you know? I, I want that team with five guys coming out. Yeah, they'll probably get Who this. are three and 800 or whatever? That's more compelling? If five guys showed up, you knew no one Can't was you just take the 18 and 18 team and make only five guys play? Well, if they could do that. If they I think it's to. better if you take the team that's undefeated and make them play only five guys. Yeah, like a handicap kind of thing. Yeah. Or, I thought about this. I'm going to get really deep in the weeds here. This is going to be scary. What if, I always thought about this, like in the NFL or NBA or hockey. If you beat a team in the first round, you get to take one of their players for the rest of the playoffs. (laughs) And they join your team. Just for the playoffs. So by the time you reach the championship game, it's like this. Yes, they're, they're two all-star teams. So it's like right. recess rolls. Right. Yes. And if you talk about compelling that we get the ratings on, my goodness, wouldn't that be great? You know? So if the Lakers made the first round of the playoffs, they lose, which they probably will. LeBron's up for grabs. And you might say, why would he do that? Well, he gets a ring, you know. I mean, you know, yeah, he'll want to. He basically does that now, right? Yes, that's true. If they lose, he'll just oh, go to another team. Yes, very much so. So, I tried. I mean, I, I think it's compelling. But if you guys want to watch a boring eighteen, <laughs> if you're just if you're just interested in watching teams who have earned their way in, and that's yeah. a compelling enough story for you. Yeah, I mean, it's just really boring. I, um, I think the what you're confusing is that just college basketball is boring. It's boring because you do not enjoy watching college basketball. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that like it, but I'm starting to question it. And look, I mean, like what you want to like. I'm not going to judge you, but 
I mean, but but if you like this, you're dumb. (laughs) Well, let's be honest. I know some people. When does this tournament start? Next Thursday. I don't think. Might be the week after. Sometime the next two weeks. Well, I I used to work for a guy who would say, "Yep, I take off Thursday and Friday, the first two days of the tournament." And get this, he's not like at his house watching the game. He's like, I go in the basement with a couple of our guys, and we sit there from 12 to 12. He's like, the game starts at noon, they go to about midnight. We do nothing else but sit there and watch the games, and we'll sleep in the basement and wake up and watch the games again. You know how terrifying that sounds? That sounds like a Saw episode, like the new yeah, Saw movie. Really? <laughs> you're, you're in a basement alone with I a bunch of guys. in the basement wearing yeah. a hoodie. And yeah. we're we're uh, we're we're making up envelopes to mail to people. Yeah, you better be watching IUPUI because if you're sitting there watching a bunch of SEC, go, oh, what a compelling story this junk. is! Oh, Family yeah. of five players. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got to be watching something fascinating, or it's going to turn the song. You're going to pretty much hacking each other to death. I mean, it's just... well, I mean, Chris, to your point though, it that opening weekend of March Madness is the best of the whole tournament because once you get to the Elite Eight, it's going to be Gonzaga, Purdue, Baylor, Duke. I mean, it's it's going to be the same eight that you have every year. Well, here's the other problem. They used to have it on one network, CBS, where you would go back and forth between games. Now, every game you can see in, in full, so you rarely have that, oh, let's go here for the last second shot. You're just watching on, what, True TV, the some random I, I it just I mean if you like it you like it great more power to you that's but, true I, I mean but I you're like, wrong and stupid <laughs> right I mean we got the NFL here that is giving you compelling action in March I mean we're sitting here yeah compelling action like publishing 15 articles a day that list the exact same quarterbacks that might go to the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> okay Hey, Every we, day. Oh my gosh. But remember, based on that one, going that, with the compelling uh, story that is Brett Mason Rudolph the third. Right. No one's right. writing that article. Right. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. You can't pay me to be interested in college basketball during March Madness. In March, I'm lapping up all the NFL contact I can get. You know, really? Is Christian McCaffrey might get traded? Okay, I'm I'm reading that. You know, I'm clicking on all that stuff. It's great. Uh, you do all you? right yeah all right why do you ever thoughts we, we've gone over my fault so you can always watch soccer <laughs> yeah, I uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna convert you at some point i'm not anti-soccer like when i watch soccer games like what um, is a compelling story well, is, is there only three guys facing a whole nother team? Are there landmines out there? Now we're in having a compelling story. A couple weeks ago, um, I the men's national team were here in Columbus. I can't El Salvador, maybe it's the play. I can't remember what country it was. Well, I wrote a couple of articles for work about that. So I'm like, at night, I watched Game of ESPN Plus, and it was good. And if, if I watch them on random times, I'm good. I can actually watch the game. I can actually get into it. I, I just don't know if I can watch it every night. Oh, like, I, could. I, the, I like the, the, our, the men's national team stinks, so you can't, you can't right. watch soccer on that. <laughs> well, I, I'll put it this way. 
I like my ESPN Plus because it gives you gives you a lot of hockey games. But even though I like hockey, I, I don't think I can sit there and watch a bunch of random hockey games. They're going to give you all the MLS games, I guess, other than the ones that are blocked out from your particular area. Uh, I, I don't know if I can watch them all. Now, maybe once a week or once every couple weeks, yeah, I can watch. I'll be fine with it. So I'm not a soccer hater. I'm just not sure if I'm going to be able to get into it. On a regular basis, so I don't know. Looking at Joe now, it doesn't look like he's a soccer fan either. <laughs> so. I've been watching Chelsea this season. Chelsea, okay, but I don't like necessarily pop on a, a match when you know when I'm just for fun. It's, it's like, oh, is this a, well? I'll just watch a random match, like not very often, but I try to catch Chelsea ones when I can. What I don't like about soccer and streaming services, I don't know which league is on which streaming service. There's like Paramount TV. They have a couple of soccer leagues you can watch um, on there. ESPN Plus is a bunch of soccer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't tell who's who. Like, I, I got, don't know where I got Peacock. League. Go with Premier League. Oh, yeah. Or Peacock has the Premier League. Yeah. Well, and that's the best, right? Yeah. Okay. That's the, the British one. What's this, La Liga League or something? A La Liga? Yeah, ESPN Plus was advertised. La Liga, there. yeah. Okay. That's the European one. The... Well, because, I mean, yeah, there's, like, the South American. I mean, the, like, every you know, region's got their own, their yeah. own thing. Well, and right and now, there, there's different styles based on who you're watching. Like, the more Spanish teams are going to play very differently than the British team as well. And different strategies. I dropped my ESPN, my regular, like, you know, 50 channel live streaming package because I just, for sports, I'm not really watching sports at this time of night, you know? And I find that like on YouTube, you can watch 10 minute versions of all the games. So, you know, if you're really the next day wanting to catch up on the Lakers or whoever, you just put on a 10-minute version and you're good. But yep. I don't know. Well, I mean, the only thing I'm going to struggle with next year, guys, is NFL. I, I want some way of watching NFL games. I'm not paying 300 bucks for a league pass. Sorry. That's not my speed. So I got to figure something else out. If uh, Here's my plea. NFL, do something where you can watch your favorite team. Like, How much would you spend if you could stream every Steelers game? That's 100, 150 bucks. Now I know Paul. I get can watch every. <laughs> right, but I, I don't necessarily want every NFL game. I won't be able to watch every Sooners game if it's a Monday night game or a you know Sunday afternoon or whatever. I mean that'd be perfect. Joe, you're in Mississippi. You don't get that many Sooners games. How much no. would you pay if you could watch every Sooners game? I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm paying for too many of these services already. So it's a, that's a difficult call. I'm ready to drop some. Uh, I really am. But yep. We'll see. All right. Anything else? We kind of went long, which is fun. I always like talking to you guys. But Go see the Batman. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. Is that good? Uh, yes. Very. Yep. We've it's three two- hours. Do not go to a, a, 7 p.m., go a 7 p.m. or a 9 p.m. show. Don't. I, st- I went to one. It started at like almost five, and that worked perfectly. Wow. Okay. But don't. Yeah, it's three hours long. 
I didn't really, yeah, I didn't, and I, so I didn't suffer through it. Like I've known people who are like, oh, I started at nine fifteen and I was dying. Like, and I would have been too if I had started that late, but uh, mine started at four forty. So when I didn't Lord really... of the Rings: Return of the King came out, I went to a midnight showing open. No, that is just foolish. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you paid to sleep through that movie. So I'm not, I, I stayed with it all the way to the closing credits at 6 a.m. Gosh. We have two guys. I, I, when I saw it when it first came out, I just finished it earlier today. <laughs> One of our co-hosts on the network, um, Craig, who does some podcasts with me, uh, he does. he's a movie guy. So he does his like extra podcast he does without me is uh, movies. Um, like, you know, it's kind of like his answer to what we do here. And Craig actually has two movie review podcasts. He's got a guy from New York who reviews movies and a guy from the Acrobeacon Journal. And the one guy loved Batman. I'm curious to listen to the other guy, but she's like the Russian judge. He hates all movies. He reviews them for a living, but hates all of them. So you're, Yeah, at that point, you really need to decide what it, why is it that you're doing this. Yeah. Now, you I hate heard... every movie, you, you really need to rethink what you're doing. Yeah, podcast was recorded yesterday. I haven't got to listen to it. It's been kind of a crazy past couple of days. So check it out. I guess it's my other promo. Um, yeah, check out all the other stuff we got in network. We got Frasier rewatches, Seinfeld rewatches, a lot of Steelers content as we talked about. Um, Eric Thompson, dude, man, I, 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 I was blown away. I, you know, we we always like to talk to guys with fun stories, but the guy not just as a magician and has baseball cards returned to him after 25 years, but he's a missions guy who reaches others for missions work, which I don't know. I'm I'm a fan of his. I, I know what to expect, but I, I enjoy talking. So check out that podcast too. Anything else you guys want to get out there before we take off? Obi-Wan Kenobi trailers out. Ooh, okay. Check that out. Uh, Paul, we need a podcast where you talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi. We need more movie review podcasts. That'd be great. So, Over right. on the Brett Mason Rudolph III podcast. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, if next week you start hearing a I'm trying to find Rich Yet in Mason Rudolph podcast, we might get there. I mean, Have we found creepy. Rich Yet? Yeah, it's... <laughs> it, we might at, get there. At least make it a weekly segment. Uh, it's got to be. Even if we don't look for him at all, that we just need to check in. Well, it scared me when I Googled the name and I saw a phone number. I mean, it literally could be a quick phone call. And I won't call tonight, but it's 12.25. I mean, where he's at, it's 9.25. I mean, he, he's probably soft and kicking. I don't know. He's an old we, man. We can solve this. <laughs> there was, I think it was the A&E show I used to watch called Finding Hitler. Where it was this guy who was investigating all these conspiracies and saying that Hitler slipped away and he's either still alive or he um, survived for a long time in Argentina. Like, you know, he slipped away, no one could find his body and everything. And I, I kind of feel like that. I'm not comparing Rich Yet to Hitler, but it's almost like <laughs> finding Rich Yet where we're like sending these investigators out to talk to people and everything else. So. Well, he lives in an apartment next to a lovely Jewish couple, and they get into all kinds of hijinks and shenanigans. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I'm thinking. Are you talking that... about that sitcom? Oh, of uh, course. 
Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, the Heil Honey, I'm home. Heil yeah, Honey, honey I'm, I'm home. home. Oh, yes. oh my gosh. All the hijinks ensue. What <laughs> oh, a bizarre yes. thing. Oh, hey, I'm going to think of one of the promo. It's been crazy in my life. We're trying to get podcasts up as quick as possible. I've been posting archive podcasts, best of. So some podcasts from this show and other shows that were fun, we're going to put them out there again. So I've got um, oh, what I've queued up, our Birdemic podcast. So oh, if man. you haven't heard some of those uh, classics, I got the Bishop Sycamore podcast where I spent <laughs> a half hour trying to justify everything the Bishop Sycamore did. I'm going to get myself canceled one of these days. So if you don't see me, if I turn the rich yet, you, that's what happened to me. So enjoy me while you can, I guess. All right. Well, thanks for checking out our excited podcast. Man, bonus podcast. I said we shouldn't go past half hour. We're already at 48 minutes. So enjoy. Um, for Paul and Joe, this is Chris. Have a great night, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.